Good morning, uh, St. James's. Um, I'm Ali, and I'm preaching this morning. I'm preaching from Luke 24. Uh, when was the last time you uh, played hide-and-seek or you hid from someone and popped out? We used to do it a lot growing up with my parents, and um, we did it for their 40th birthday. We cooked them a meal, and we let ourselves into their house without telling them. And then we hid in the utility room with a whole meal. <laughs> and when they came home, they came to the front door and they were like, oh, something's different. What's going on here? I feel, yeah, and then they carried on and we jumped out and went, boo, and said happy anniversary and gave them their food. And I think this story is a bit like this. You walk into a room you feeling ner- you can feel when someone's hiding. You feel that nervous energy, but you can't see anything. And then someone jumps out, and you catch you catch your breath, and you know you knew they were there, but now you know you know they are there. They've revealed themselves, and you know. It's the same as Luke. You've got a picture of Cleopas and his wife. Luke tells the story beautifully. Cleopas, we know, is not one of the eleven the 12, who are now 11, because they're in Jerusalem. And he is walking to Emmaus. He's with someone. Luke doesn't tell us who. It's just someone else. And um, uh, theologians are completely confused as to whether this is his wife or whether it's another man. But as they're walking, um, Jesus comes near to them. Luke is very... He he uses his words on purpose. While they were walking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. It reminds me of, in the New Testament, what did Jesus tell his disciples to say? The kingdom of God is near. What did he preach? The kingdom of God is near. And as this couple walk away from Jerusalem, Jesus comes near the kingdom of god is near but this couple don't recognize they're walking seven miles and in their heart they know they have lost jesus they have just lost jesus and with jesus they have lost their hope and when jesus says what are you talking about who would what's the problem they say are you the only stranger in jerusalem who doesn't know which strikes me that actually Jesus was known by strangers not by those who are comfortable and the church over the last 500 years has become comfortable or did become comfortable but now Jesus is making himself known amongst strangers are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who doesn't know what's happened Jesus, oh no, really? You still haven't got it? And so he starts. He starts with Moses and he goes through the Old Testament. Of course, the whole Old Testament wasn't around then, but it was Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, uh, Samuel, and Chronicles. So he takes them through and he doesn't pick out one verse here and one verse there. He takes them through slowly using themes, using stories. The whole of Scripture. Is pointing towards our Jesus. 
And so they're listening. And while they're listening, they're agreeing, but they still don't get it. How foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe that all that the prophets have declared. And I think that resonates with us. This idea that the kingdom of God is here. And it's like that game of hide and seek. We know something is different. We know when we pray that we feel God with us. The kingdom of God is here. Jesus draws near. And we know something is going to change. But we haven't understood it yet. We haven't seen in all of its glory yet. We don't know how or when Jesus will return. But we know that something has changed. So, they get to where they're going, Emmaus. And Jesus goes, if he's going on, it'd be rude to stand outside a house and say, aren't you inviting me in? So they invite him in. And he says, yeah, of course. And he comes and then he shares bread with them. He shares a meal with them. So he went in to stay with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. And then their eyes were opened. Reminds me of uh, the first meal in the Bible, of Adam and Eve. Eve took the fruit and then she gave it to Adam. Then they ate and their eyes were opened. So as they shared their food, their eyes were opened and death and shame came into the world. Decay came into the world. And they couldn't stay in the garden any longer. I had to leave taking their decay with them. And here Jesus is, sitting and eating at table with two friends who don't recognise him. And he takes the bread. He breaks it. He gives it to them. They take it and they eat it. And their eyes are opened. They are enlightened. And they look back and go, were their hearts burning within us when he was talking to us on the road, when he was opening the scriptures to us. That same hour they got back and they returned to Jerusalem. So this story, this Road to Emmaus story is so, so beautiful because it doesn't just show us who Jesus is. It shows us the whole of scripture within a picture. It shows us the whole of the story of God working with the Israelites. The beginning, the first meal, when death is allowed in. To this meal, where life is allowed in. Where Jesus is recognised. Where the kingdom of God is near. Becomes something very real. It's a place where the scriptures are taken, not this verse here and this verse here proving this, but the flow of scripture, nothing left out, nothing left behind, points to a people who need rescued from decay, a people who need rescued from slavery, a people who need rescued from what would otherwise be from death. And they are rescued In the suffering of Jesus, we see the fulfillment of what we need to be whole again. In this picture of walking with Jesus, we find a Jesus who meets us in our suffering, in our confusion. 
he meets us in our sadness, in our hopelessness, and he says the kingdom of God is near. Notice that while he says, oh, you're so slow, he doesn't stop there. He starts at the beginning, starting with Moses. And he goes on to describe to them their history with him. Their history with him. And I expect as you listen this morning, you have a history with Jesus. A start of your life where Jesus is drawn near and said the kingdom of God is here. And like walking into a room where someone is hiding, you can feel something. But you can't find it. You know something, but it's not yet real. And then Jesus speaks into your life. Speaks about how he was there before you knew him. How he was there before you recognised him. How he has taken our suffering. How he meets us in our suffering. How he's defeated death. How he loves you and how he knows you. And how he won't walk away from you. And then whenever they get to a mess, he looks as if he's going on and they invite him. Same way in our lives, we have invited him. And then when he comes into our life, he reminds us who we are. He reminds us where we've come from. And he redeems our story. The first Adam ate the fruit and brought in death. Jesus is often called the second Adam. He breaks bread and brings in life. This life is shown by the reaction of the disciples who don't sit there and marvel, but they get up and they go within an hour back to Jerusalem to tell the disciples, the 11 and their friends, what is, has happened, what they've found and what's changed in their life. And so this is the reaction that God is looking for in us. He has defeated death. He has says the kingdom has come. And the thing is when Jesus drew near for the disciple for Cleopas and his friends, nothing else had changed in their life. They didn't recognise the stranger. They were still feeling hopeless. They were still feeling let down. They were still feeling sad. Nothing had changed. And yet Jesus says the kingdom of God is here. And so our lives, in the middle of COVID, COVID is still here. What is Jesus doing? The story would show us that Jesus is with us. The kingdom of God is near. And through this time, he will teach us. He will teach us of his faithfulness, of his mercy, of his redeeming power and his greatness. He will walk with us through this. And then he will redeem this. And our Reaction is an overflow of what Jesus has done for us. And I wonder where you are this morning. Are you walking the road of hopelessness? With Jesus by your side, the kingdom of God is here, but you don't yet see it. Be assured that even though you don't see it, it does not stop it being true.
even if they didn't see Jesus, Jesus was still there. Or are you at that place where you can invite God in deeper? He will not push his way through the door. He will look to go on. It's our responsibility to say, come Lord Jesus into this space. Come deeper, come into my home. Or maybe you're at that place where you're seeing your life and who you are. As the second Adam comes, breaks bread, and you recognize Jesus in your life. The plan is that by the end of this, we pick up our bags and we tell others. This is what Jesus has done. This is the hope that I know. This is the work that I have seen and it has changed my life and it will change your life. And you will know hope and you will know joy and you will know life everlasting. So this morning, as we read these amazing scriptures, where are you in this story and where do you want to be? The kingdom of God is near. We pray. Father God, thank you that you came and you redeem our mistakes. You fix our mistakes. You make new our mistakes. Father God, thank you for that beautiful picture that when bread is broken, we see you more. Our Father, we want to invite you again to come to this space with us, to walk with us, to fill us with your spirit and send us out to speak to others. In Jesus' name, amen.